With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fourth test coming your way on the radio station. You're listening to now in less than an hour. Adam Collins is going to be part of the SEN cricket commentary team at Modi Stadium in India. And he joins us thanks to Tyre Power. Storewide Supercell is on now. And they tell me, Adam, the action started hours and hours ago at Modi Stadium. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people trying to get in. And uh, you have been able to squeeze yourself in in the last hour. Welcome to you. G'day, Dwayne. Yes, uh, it's the only time I've been uh, told to get to a cricket ground before sunup. We were here at half past six this morning to get through the rigorous security. They're not letting anybody in here after quarter past eight local time with the festivities starting uh, a quarter of an hour later with the two Prime Ministers. The Australian team are out there inspecting the pitch at the moment and marking their run-ups, but they're not allowed to to, uh, to warm up on the ground. They've got to go out the back and, and use the nets because of the, the formalities and, and all the rest of it. So it's a, obviously the first day of the fourth Test match, and that will take over eventually. But the first couple of hours, it's going to be um, a pageant as well. So the ceremony surrounding the cricket is, what, bigger than you've ever seen before? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can't stress the number of photographs of Modi and Albanese there are around the two Prime Ministers around the ground. On the way in, sponsorship signs, sight screens. I can see in front of me here six photographs of them around the sight screen, which is a point of controversy, by the way. They're playing all the way across the square to the western side of the square here, keeping those pitches in the middle of the square ready for the IPL, presumably. And that means the conventional sight screen doesn't actually capture um, the behind-the-bowler's-arm area for the right arm over at that southern end. So I saw Peter Hanscom out there before talking to the officials and the other Aussie players. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of different connecting parts to the sight screen. I can see why that might be might be frustrating if you're batting at this end. So there might be more to play out on that, but um, the pitch at least is certain. They're playing on the surface that's more black soil than red soil, so more in keeping with what we had at Delhi and indoor compared to Nagpur, which was more red soil. So a bat first pitch is what you're saying, or is it still a bowl first pitch? Nah, I mean... Even though the, the, the captain that's won the toss on all three occasions has, has batted first and lost, um, I can't conceive of a scenario where um, you'd win the toss and, and, uh, and bowl here. It's going to be 38 today as well, which will also be a factor. Um, and yes, after the first couple of hours, when all of the attention will be on the politicians, it'll, it'll quickly transfer to the ground. So how much will the players have to take in? Are they going to be required to be out on the ground during the whole ceremony as well are they going to be standing around for a while to be part of it or will they get to stay in yep. the rooms and uh, don't have to be involved now, i believe they will be out here for a cap presentation and the indian prime minister modi will be doing the toss uh, they, they've got a we as i described it yesterday kind of a batmobile style contraption which um like the old um, pope mobile which is going to take the prime ministers around to do a lap of honor um, before they get to the stage the stage has got several chairs set up at the southern end of the ground, the kind of official end of the ground, opposite to where our commentary position is. So we'll get a good view of that. Um, unclear whether they're they're giving speeches or anything like that, but it'll be between half past eight and the toss at nine o'clock. Uh, all eyes will be uh, on the politicians, and I assume the players will be out there due to that cap presentation. So the crowd that 
uh, are going to be in are already in. Are they upwards of 100,000? Yeah, that's a good point. It's definitely not that. And, and you're right. I mean, we were told 8.15 was the cutoff to get in here. Uh, it's, well, uh, it's a tenth full at the moment, so there might be... That might be 10,000 or something like that in here right now. There are reports that 85,000 were being shipped in for the event. So um, time will tell on that. Local families, local students and and all the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, we haven't actually seen that um, in action yet. But they're they're clearly streaming in. But, yeah, it isn't far away from when that cutoff is that we were told about before. So the world record for test attendance is back at the MCG in 2013, Boxing Day, 91,000 and change. And the world record before that was, of course, the 1961 Calypso Summer, the final test at the G, which was 90,800. So if they get in excess of 91 today, they'll break that single-day attendance record at a test match. And the, the capacity here is contested space. Some people say it's 130,000. Others say it's 110,000. But, um, but yes, they're, they're striving to break that record, that's for sure. And the sight screen situation of the players mm. just going to be told, well, that's what it is. So no use complaining about it during the course of the test because it is what it is, what you're seeing now. Yeah, it, most of this is reading body language. Had Barat with me before, who's an expert in this. <laughs> they were talking to the umps <laughs> about it and pointing towards. The best way to describe it is a bay of seats has been whited out or will be whited out, I assume. In saying that, Right now, and I'm looking at my colleagues in the back of the box, it's not wider that at all. It's pictures of the Prime Minister. So maybe what they'll do is, when the formalities have finished, they'll, they'll, they'll turn those pictures into widened-out sheets or something like that. Um, the tarp site they run uh, over seats when, when having to do this. But it's not just that. It's that there's the site screens, or what will become the site screens, and a whole bunch of activity... Yeah, partitions and all and all the rest of it. So, it's it's not your sort of usual big white sheet. And the players have, you know, they used to have one side screen right to aim, which they'd move from side to side. Now they're they're quite well looked after, having one whole end of the ground whited out. So, um, yeah, that that'll be an interesting part of it. The camera gantry, to, again, to kind of explain how far across we are, they've had to start a new camera gantry at the far end of the ground. As in, they're so far across that the cameras don't normally sit at that side. Um, so, yes, it's, it's unusual to see a test match not played in the middle of the square. They've roped in the boundary by, I would say, nearly 30 metres to the western side of the ground. So the advertising boards have been brought all the way in. So it's a long boundary that way and a relatively short boundary to the eastern side of the ground. So there's a few on the text. So this is a celebration of the Prime Minister himself with the naming of the stadium after him. This is, this is a celebration of India itself as well. I mean, explain how big this yep. has become in terms of its statement as a political statement. Yeah, so look, well, Modi has been the Prime Minister since 2014 here, but and but beforehand, he was the Chief Minister in this state from 2001 to 2014, the state of Gujarat, and he was the he was the chairman of the Gujarat Cricket Association from 2009 to 2014. And reportedly, it was his idea to build this mega stadium. It cost him 100 million US dollars to, to build the thing and redevelop the, the previous ground. So he has got a lot of history in the state, in the city, and um, indeed at, at this particular ground. So I think it, as a reflection of all of that, they're going to celebrate um, the, the Prime Minister here today. And, and, and as I mentioned to you yesterday, India are hosting the G20 this year, which um, means that there are leaders from all other major economies coming through here, and, and Anthony Albanese doing so today on a state visit is all part of that. Um, before the, the, the leaders meeting later in 2023, they've had the, the Treasurer and the Foreign Minister through uh, from Australia in, in the last couple of weeks. So there's a lot of activity in India, and I suppose this set-piece event all, all fits into that slipstream. 
and on the pitch, uh, selection changes to either team? I'd be very, very surprised if there's anything going on with Australia compared to the side that won at indoor. I was watching Matt Kuhneman, Todd Murphy and Nathan Lyon marking up their runs before. So any suggestion of a second seamer, unlikely as it was, you can put a line through that. Cameron Green and Mitch Stark were the other two bowlers marking up their runs. So Australia will go in unchanged. India, um, the captain, Rohit Sharma, gave a glowing endorsement of the keeper, KS Bharat, yesterday. There were some whispers over here they might... They might um, drop him in favour of Ishan Kishan. He's more a white ball player, but he's been in the squad throughout. But it, it feels like um, Barat will get another opportunity. And beyond that, India are, are a fairly stable uh, crew with those three spinners, Jadeja Ashwin and Akshar Patel, who took 20 wickets in two test matches here back in 21 uh, against England and at an average of 9.4. So Akshar Patel... Hasn't been a factor in this series so far with ball in hand. He has um, made the second most runs. But as a bowler, uh, he's been uh, well and truly in the shadows compared to Jadeja and Ashwin. But here at this particular ground, he's got form. Will we get more than three days? I think we will. Um, Look, Steve Smith yesterday made the observation that it's the ground that, or the pitch he's seen so far that looks like you can bat for a couple of days on and make a, a major total. Remembering that the highest score in the series was the even 400 that India made at Nagpur, which feels like an eternity ago when they batted for about 130 overs. Australia have never had to make India use a second new ball in the series. They've never reached mm. 80 overs. So it's, it's been hard going uh, for the Australians, especially they've only passed 200 once. But um, Smith needs no further motivation. He, he talked yesterday of the fact that this will probably be his final test match in India. And remember, he's got such a long and deep history over here. He'll want to make it count. The same can be said for Usman Khawaja, probably Nathan Lyon, maybe Mitchell Stark. They'll all be in the second half of their 30s the next time that Australia visit India for test cricket. So you could expect that there's a lot on the line and riding on this test for those four who want to go out with a bang in this country. But especially Smith, after making you know, 499 runs in this corresponding series six years ago and, and making three centuries, he'd love nothing more as acting captain than to, to make one more ton over here. And I'm great to have you on. I better let you get prepped. Uh, you're 45-odd minutes away from bringing us the coverage. So we'll talk soon. Thanks for your time. Cheers, mate. Adam Collins at Modi Stadium in India. Brought to us by Tyre Power. Tyre Power's store-wide super sale is on now.